Hey folks, if you've been tuning in over the last couple months, you've heard all about the Game Time app and how it can save you some serious cash on last minute tickets to sports, concerts, and all types of shows. But now there's more. Do you like inexpensive tickets? Yeah. Panoramic views from your seat? Oh yeah. Pulling the trigger with only two taps? Yes. What about saving money? Yes. Well, you're in luck. Game Time is now hooking you up for the holidays with $10 credit. Here's what to do. Download the Game Time app in the Google Play or App Store. Click on the My Ticket section of the app. Create an account and under the billing section, redeem code NODUNKS. That's NODUNKS, all one word, for $10 off your first purchase. That's free money! Credit is available to the first thousand people who redeem the code and it expires at the end of the year on December 31st. So make moves quick and score last minute tickets. And welcome to the No Dunks Podcast Series Squad, the show where we draft teams like we're NBA general managers. The only catch, that specific draft pool we're working from. I'm J.E. Skeets here in Santa's workshop slash war room with Tass, Trey, Lee, and the man making the magic happen, our very own St. Nick. It's J.D. Hello. There he is. Guys, happy holidays, everybody. Hey, happy holidays. Hey. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I hope everyone has that holiday spirit coursing through their veins for this one because today's theme, it's fairly obvious. We're thick in the middle of the holiday season, so we figured there was no better time than now to draft the perfect holiday. Five categories, as always, on squad. In the first round, starting things off with a bang, we'll be drafting our favorite Christmas movie. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? What about Gremlins? How about Edward Scissorhands? Oh my goodness. Can't wait to debate that. In the second round, we'll be drafting a holiday food or drink. Okay, it's got to be one or the other, unless you're thinking a smoothie, and then sort of both. Split the difference. Yeah, yeah. a little Christmas smoothie for Giannis or something like that. In the third round, we'll be drafting a holiday activity. Okay, we're looking for something synonymous, I guess, with the Christmas break. Likely winter-related. Maybe not, though. Could be an indoor activity, for all we know. So we'll see what we get there with the holiday activity. In the fourth round, we'll be drafting a Christmas Day NBA game. Okay, you got to pick one Christmas Day game from NBA history that you'd hypothetically be watching on the 25th okay you got it on tape it's on the dvr whatever <laughs> it's the only nba game you can watch that day all right hmm. and finally our fifth round it'll be a banger or is it a jam we'll be drafting our favorite christmas song mm. oh yes 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 all right as always each of us will get a crack at the number one pick in one of the five rounds Five guys, five rounds. It's, Makes sense. It, it's perfect. Yeah, it's right. We encourage you guys to draft hard. Explain your picks. Talk them out. Ridicule the other's picks. Make trades if you want to. And remember that the listener out there will ultimately decide who has the best holiday season squad. We determined the draft order last week. And oh, baby, J.E. Skis myself. I have the first Number one pick in the Christmas movie category. 
<laughs> I am so happy I landed the number one pick in the Christmas movie category because I had a very short list, I'll be honest. There's not that many Christmas movies, so it's pretty hard to narrow <laughs> not, it down. Not many good ones, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But I am going to draft with the uh, first overall pick here of the holiday season squad, the first pick in the Christmas movie category. Home Alone, baby! Mm. I am taking nice 1990s Home Alone, the classic. Um, one of the, like, for nearly three decades, this film was the highest grossing Christmas film of all time until The Grinch surpassed it in 2018. But it's one of the best movies. What about Die Hard? Die season. Hard hasn't been grossing more? Well, I'll tell you what. I, I don't, I'm, I'm interested to see if uh, somebody wants die to hard. take Die Hard or, yeah, an Edward Scissorhands or something. Mm. I don't believe those are Christmas movies. That's my opinion. I heard they had a ham in Edward Scissorhands. That makes it a Christmas movie. <laughs> I will go with Home Alone uh, and uh, the McAllister clan. Mm. They, they remade a, it, though, didn't they? Or, or well, there's they, four sequels. Is there? Mm. There's four. Two went to theater and two, I believe, were like, straight to DVD. Yeah. Um, but of course I'm taking the original 1990s with Macaulay Culkin. Gotta get Macaulay in there. We got the Wet Bandits. Pesci. Yeah, that's right. Uh, did you have um, what's your favorite booby trap that oh. Kevin sets I like, well, for the Wet Bandits? I, I don't know if it's a booby trap so much when he gets the spider though and he places it on. Oh, spider face. On yeah. Mark. yeah, less yeah. a booby trap. Yeah, but more a, just an a incident. spontaneous uh, moment there. But that would be the most scary one. My favorite one is when they throw the paint cans over the edge. Duck, duck. Then he throws a gigantic <laughs> pipe over the edge of the thing, smacks him in the face. That would kill someone. Yeah. If you took yeah. that to the face, that would kill Not someone. Joe there Pesci. are several murders yeah. in that movie. <laughs> I've always liked, for some reason, the simplicity of the Christmas ornaments by the window. Oh, man, yeah. And a very funny scene. Yeah. Uh, with, uh, is that, which one is that? Merv or? Uh, Marv is the yeah. Marv, guy. Marv, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me. yeah. Um, I love that one. I just like the ice. Just. Just putting the ice down and yeah. just, uh, just that scene of him just trying to navigate that ice. It's great. Mm. And it's great. I, I'm so happy with this pick that I got the number one pick that I got Home Alone because I know we're going to get to our Christmas song later, but I killed two birds with one stone in my opinion. Two of my favorite Christmas songs are in this movie. Rocking Around the Christmas Tree, mm-hmm. Brenda oh, yeah. Lee. So that's in the movie. Good. And then I love, I don't know who composed it, it's some Ukrainian, but the Carol of the Bells. Yeah. I love <laughs> so that. I legit, legit love that, that song, or whatever you call it. Um, and that's the scene where he's running back to the house, like he's been at church, and he's, oh, yeah. he's mm-hmm. getting back to, to, to go to war. Run, so, I, so I get those two songs here, this is perfect. And you get Run Run Rudolph through the, through the airport, the family when they're going. Oh, the soundtrack is great. You get the Michael Jordan cutout yeah. during the Rockin' Around the Christmas yes. Tree part. If they ever do like a full-on reboot of this, what player are they going to use for the growth charts? I feel like those aren't as popular yeah. anymore. Yeah, they're not. I also yeah, I get John Candy. Rest in peace, John Candy. Oh, he's great. That's a weird part of this movie, if I remember correctly. So they get to Paris. They leave them. Spoiler alert, Home Alone. Uh, The family (laughs) leaves because there's a power outage, right? I mean, he gets in trouble. He gets sent to the attic when, when the whole family's there. Kevin does. Then there's a power outage during the night, which resets all the, like, alarms. So then they wake up in a panic, and they're like, oh, damn, we're going to be late to our flights to Paris. And that's why they leave in a hurry, which is like smart. That's well-written, you know, like they could have just easily been like, yeah, we just forgot a kid in the attic. But they added that little <laughs> that little element, I think. Yeah, they of, count uh, like the little neighbor boy. They're doing their head count, but he's turned away and he's wearing a toque. Right. They count him. It looks like Kevin, same size. Right, right. So anyway, they, the whole thing is, of course, they're in Paris and they're trying to get back when they realize they've left Kevin. 
So the mom, like, she can't get any flights or whatever, but eventually gets her, like, to, I don't know, she gets to, like, Pennsylvania or yeah. something. And then, and then, Scranton. Yeah. Where am I? Uh, yeah. Scranton. <laughs> and then she hooks up with John Candy and the, uh, what are they, Polka band? Polka yeah. So the whole point of this is she gets back, the, I guess on Christmas morning is when she technically gets back, mm-hmm. and the rest of the family is, like, not far behind her, even though she left, like, two days prior to them because they eventually just had to wait it out for a direct flight. Had to hang in a van with John Candy to get there, though. Yeah, so she could have got there at the exact same time. But, uh, you know, she did leave her son behind. Well written, written, though, you know? Well written. You couldn't make it she could just get that next flight home and straight back and save the day. No, no, no. She had to go to Dallas, I think, as well. And then up to yep, Pennsylvania. Dallas yeah, Dallas yeah. good call, good call. All right. We've so. been telling uh, the girls about this movie. They, they're a little too young still to watch it, but they are fascinated by the bad things Kevin does when he's mm. home alone. Like, they're like, so what's he doing? I'm like, oh, he jumps on his parents' bed. What else bad does he do? Eats a lot of ice cream. They're like, oh, this Kevin. He's crazy. <laughs> does the laundry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> watch is part of a bad movie. Do you have a stronger connection to Home Alone than maybe other people because of the Chicago sort of tie-in? Well, I do love that there is the Chicago tie-in. I love that the Home Alone house is for sale like all the time. Like every two years they're like, oh, you can go and and buy the Home Alone house. It's super expensive and really tiny. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I love, of course I love the set. You'll see it come up again in another John Hughes movie. Did they use the interiors as well in that? Unsure, unsure. Yeah. It's for sure the exterior with like it the red door. seems massive on the inside. Yeah. yeah. Does it does it keep selling because people just get sick of people coming up and taking photos and stuff? <laughs> that's a good question. You know, yeah. it's an expensive part of town. That's for sure. It's mm. no, it's uh, your electricity bill is through the roof because <laughs> yeah. you have a, tra- a little train set <laughs> yeah. with Michael Jordan going yeah. around the living room nonstop. All right, so Home Alone off the board with the second pick in the movie category, Christmas movie category. It's Trey. Well, I said from one John Hughes movie to the next, my pick is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Mm, very nice. It's up there with Fletch for the top of Chevy Chase Mountain, but I just think that guy is so funny in this movie. He's got a bear's hat he wears at one point, so there's a great Chicago tie-in. I love the part where they go out to the field to pick the perfect Christmas tree, and it's like 40 feet tall. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Dig it out, throw it on top of the thing, bring it home, cut it open, and it just goes everywhere. A lot of sap in here. Just the the subtle acting that Chevy Chase does in the movie is so funny. Also very funny that the basic drama of the entire thing is that he's so upset that he's going to go kidnap his boss because he's not giving him a big enough bonus to put in a pool. All he gets is the Jam of the Month Club, which is a nice gift. The gift that keeps on giving all year round. But really, he's just like, man, I would love to hang out in a pool and be a creepy old guy. Who wouldn't, honestly? Uh, but yeah, Chevy kills it in this movie. Very funny. You get some Julianne. What's her name? Juliette Lewis. Lewis Juliette yeah. Lewis. Yeah, Juliette Lewis. Not Julianne Moore. Mm-hmm. A little mixed up. A little redhead action. Uh, Sorry, Bever- bad. Beverly D'Angelo. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. She's great. Randy Quaid <laughs> is very funny wearing the dicky underneath like uh, the white sweater so you can still see the shape of uh, that turtleneck thing. Uh, I remember my mom having dickies like as <laughs> when I was a kid. What a weird thing. Just a turtleneck. So you <laughs> You can cover up your collarbones. Uh, but yeah, that's is, this is my favorite Christmas movie, so thanks for picking home. Well, is, that, is that when he plugs in the lights and blacks out the entire uh, the whole, Or the whole street yeah, or whatever exactly. it is. Yeah. All of Chicago is what it looks like. Yeah. That's the one, too, where the, the cat gets in the tree, too, Cat right? in the yeah, tree. Yeah, I love that scene. <laughs> and then the grandpa goes in with his cigar, catches it all on fire. Yeah. That's, oh, a, that's, a, that's a good movie. That's, he, so Hughes did those back-to-back. He directed? 
Christmas Vacation? Wow. Mm-hmm. He did that in 89 and then Home Alone in 90. Wow. Wow. Back to back, Jacks. <laughs> back to back, Jacks. Christmas Jacks. Also, great NBA tie-in. Wasn't uh, Randy Quaid's character's name uh, Eddie Johnson? <laughs> Is that his last name? I, I don't know. I think That's it was Cousin funny. Eddie Johnson, if I remember correctly. All right. I've actually never made it through that movie. I think it's stupid. Wow! Yeah. Do you think all of them are? I've not, the yeah, National I went Olympics? to see. I remember when Vacation, uh, the original Vacation, came out, and I was super excited to see it. Like, like one of those movies where you're looking at the poster and like, this is going to be awesome. Big Chevy Chase fan. I was right. a kid, and I was just like, this is not funny. It wasn't wow. funny for me. I was like waiting. I the only time I thought it was funny was when John Candy shows up, like outside the amusement park, and then yeah. I just oh, never, yeah. I've never him, gotten yeah. back into it. I tried to watch. Uh, Christmas vacation? I just, I don't know. I guess European I'm, vacation, though? European? I have not watched. I've never, <laughs> really? never seen oh, Vegas man. vacation? Just, nope. Nope. I haven't seen them. It's not your cup of tea. Oh, not my cup of it's tea. It's not your hot chocolate. All right. Well, interesting. You have the third pick, so let's uh, crap on your pick here. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, I mean, I've got my two top two picks are still on the board. Wow. I cannot believe it. Uh, the top two picks for me are Die Hard, definitely a Christmas <laughs> movie, definitely. Uh, but I'm going Elf. Yeah, great one. Instant classic when it came out. Will Ferrell is absolutely hilarious. I can watch this movie unlimited times, and that's that's what you want in a Christmas yeah. movie. And it always makes me laugh. When he jumps on the Christmas tree, when he belches at the dinner table, when he's uh, sneaking up on uh, Zoe Deschanel in the... In the uh, <laughs> Like the, the employee the, locker room or the, whatever While she's taking a shower. The whole fish out of water thing totally works. Yep. The the third act is a complete mess, but who cares? I <laughs> laughed all the way to that point, so I'm going Elf. 2003, yeah, it's coming out. Imagine that. Imagine anyone else trying to play that role. It wouldn't I, work. There's you, no you way it works. It. There's no way it works. You a big fan of Elf, Lee? Oh, I haven't seen it. What? Wow. wow. I haven't seen That's it. That's shocking. That's yeah. a great one to watch with the kids. Yeah. Oh, you're going to love that. Yeah, I'll, I'll tune into it at some point. That's on TV all the time. I mean, I know most well, of the time. That's how he's going to tune in. Yeah, I know. Well, it's it's cord, amazing man. you haven't accidentally tuned yeah. in. Yeah. Oh, you cut the cord. Oh, yeah. Okay, I got well, you. Then, how you're going to tune in. Like a cat in the Christmas tree. You cut the cord. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Great pick, JD. Fourth pick uh, belongs to Lee. I am uh, shocked that I'm actually going to be able to use this uh, movie twice in the same season because I talked about it already when I talked about Eddie Murphy's favorite movies, my favorite Eddie Murphy movies Mm. of all time, 1983's Trading Places. Mm, Yeah, you love this. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd, Jamie Lee Curtis, Donna Michi, and of course, Eddie Murphy. (laughs) It's the story about the uh, the two rich old white guys who kind of believe that it's nature versus nurture. They have a bet. And they sort of, they, they convince each other to say, we can basically exchange lives with a homeless guy and a very uppity, uh, well-off guy. Uh, and they go about ruining Dan Aykroyd's life and uh, giving Eddie Murphy basically a, a free pass to do whatever he wants. Of course, they get caught doing that by Eddie Murphy. And so Eddie tries to turn the tables on them. Uh, and it works in the end. It's just, it's a great movie. It's so funny. Great acting. Great story. And uh, that's one that I can still watch. If that People comes say on. it holds up. Oh, yeah. 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 It definitely does. Yeah. Yeah. There's some problematic parts, uh, but which yeah. we've talked yeah. about. Yes. Yeah, but, yeah, but but uh, is it a Christmas movie? Yeah, well, Dan Aykroyd's dressed up as Santa Claus at one point, so <laughs> it does take place over Christmas. <laughs> yeah, so. I think. Yeah, I count it as a Christmas movie yeah. because of the time of year, and uh, yeah, I mean, 
I'll be watching it. I'll be tuning in this year. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's good. Enough. You, you have to, you've talked about your love for trading places yeah. before, so I'm happy you got that there. I don't think anyone else was taking it here in the Christmas movie category, but you got it. Big I guy. thought JD might have gone yeah. for it, but uh, it didn't even occur to me because mm. I don't consider it a Christmas movie. But you know, maybe <laughs> I think Die Hard is. So there oh, you go. Okay. Well, with the fifth pick in the Christmas movie category, Tass. Hmm. Hmm. I'm gonna go with the Nightmare Before Christmas. Interesting. I did yeah. not see that oh, coming. Let's have a dark one in here. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy it. I've really I've been reading it a lot recently, so it's definitely fresh on the brain. Mm. Been reading it to my two year old. Well, Tim, there's a little lonely place out there for you too, <laughs> Zoe. Um. Uh, yeah. A little Tim Burton. JD introduced me to Tim Burton when we were in Toronto as well. Yeah, a different Tim Burton. <laughs> yeah. But a Tim Burton nonetheless. Um, yeah, I enjoy it. What, was, well there, was there anything else in the running for anyone? I mean, you, you had mentioned Die Hard. Uh, yeah, I had a, a Christmas story. Well, do, does everybody else, go, do you think story. Die Hard is a Christmas movie? No. 100% is. I would so maybe be case? more charitable if JD had ever sat through my movie. An actual <laughs> Christmas movie. But if they don't show it on a Christmas station at Christmas time... I don't think so, Tim. Well, it's a little violent for for TV, I guess, for holiday viewing. But also a strike against it, it for t- a Christmas movie. <laughs> no, it's, violent things happen. Well, what, it, it, there's comedies, there's musicals, there's dramas. Name another violent Christmas movie besides uh, Home Alone where a guy nearly gets killed by a pine pile falling yeah. through the ceiling. I would argue that that's more violent. <laughs> Come the on. <laughs> well, There's five Christmas songs in the soundtrack of Die Hard. It takes place over Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. It ends on Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. Let It Snow, Let It Snow, Let It Snow is rolling during the credits of the movie. All right. Hey, look, a lot of people agree with you. A lot of people. And I watch it every year at Christmas. Well, if you think it is, then it must be. Yeah, thank you. Do you think Edward Scissorhands? No, is a Christmas? it doesn't yeah. have anything to do with Christmas, uh, yeah. except that there's sort of snow in it. That's I a guess. fascinating one. Yeah, Gremlins though. I mean, <laughs> nah, I mean, it that's, takes place. At yeah, Christmas. Uh, <laughs> you're like you're watching Gremlins anyway. <laughs> Sounds like trading I've places. It. No, trading places is like based around the Christmas period. <laughs> Like Gremlins. Yeah. Gremlins uh, gets a lot of people pissed off the because Christmas they'll watch period. it with their kids, young kids, and it's fine because, you know, the Gremlins are cute and there's some shenanigans that happen, but there's a scene in the middle of it, and if your kids still believe in Santa Claus, they literally say, that's when I feel like they talk about this ridiculous story of oh, how this girl's da- dad died pretending he was Santa Claus in the chimney. Oh. And so it's this just random story. In the middle of the movie, and then she ends the story by saying, and that's when I found out there was no Santa Claus. <laughs> wow. It's just like, wow. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. Christmassy. I, I, um, I nearly contemplated taking, like, one of the old, like, 60s animated Christmas sure. movies. Like, I, yeah, hey, look, it's in the news a lot now. A lot of people don't like it anymore, but Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Hermie. And, uh, <laughs> but yep. uh, with the whole bullying angle and stuff like that, I get. I mean, that's, like, from 64. And then How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Um, the Which original. One? Well, I mean, I love the original. Yeah. The, the original is great. The animated one. But, but you're right, then. Yeah, there's all these other ones too that obviously the new were pretty popular. Not bad. Yeah, it's like a, you know, like the DreamWorks animation or yeah. whatever that looks uh 
that looks fancy. That's it was good too. I watched it recently. Um, I also like the Santa Claus. That was like my new modern mm. classic mm-hmm. until Elf came out, and Elf is a lot better than the Santa Claus. What but about uh, anybody good. consider Bad Santa? Yes. Yeah. yeah definitely. It's funny. List. I love that movie. Yeah, it's pretty good. All right, let's hear from you guys out there. Which uh, Christmas movie would you have selected? What did we leave out there on the Christmas table? Round two, Trey has the first pick, holiday food and drink. Oh, it's my favorite time of year. The peppermint trees are all shriveling up and their delicious bark is just falling to the ground. The number one pick in the holiday food and drink for me, peppermint bark. Mm. We're talking about like a dark chocolate bottom (laughs) with a white chocolate top and then a nice sprinkling, a dusting. Mm. of crushed up candy canes it's too expensive you pay like ten dollars for like six pieces of peppermint bark but it is delicious i guess i guess they're just running out of the trees that's why they gotta charge a lot it isn't it's not cheap you're right like why why in the world is peppermint bark this expensive i feel like if i bought it in july it wouldn't cost anything. It'd be like four dollars, but they're like, hey, "You fool! Yeah. You'll pay it all now. Yeah, I'll pay a premium for my peppermint bark." Yeah, you're right, Trader Joe's. They know you want it. That's mm, exactly right. All right, great pick. You went with the food angle. I'm interested to see uh, how many foods to the drinks are selected here over the holidays. Second pick, JD. I too am going food, mm. and I'm going with the Terry's Chocolate Orange. Ah. Oh my god! Oh uh, yeah. yeah, I knew it. It's, oh, it's gonna, it's gonna literally be literally one of the worst things. No, no. One oh, of the I hate best those. things. You take uh, that ball, you smash it, and that smooth orange chocolate. There's nothing better than orange and chocolate together. Oh, I couldn't disagree more. I think it's literally one of the worst like mixtures ever. I hate Mm-mm. it. Mm-mm. I, it's I a polar. It. it is polarizing, yeah. though. Yeah. Totally. totally. Go, go ahead and at me, everyone. But yeah, I love it. I uh, do love it. a chocolate orange, and you're right. Oh. The, the smash part is yeah. awesome. Like That's how you have to do it. Smash it on a table. It's fun. And yeah. then they're little orange, they're chocolate slices. Slices, yeah. And they're, it's just so delicious. Yeah. Am I alone here? Do you, are you I a like fan it, of the yeah. orange Because they're chocolate? British, aren't they? I, but I yeah. believe so, yeah, yeah. originally. Yeah. Tass, where do you fall on that? Uh, sometimes I can fall the orange's way. Sometimes I fall the other way. Oh. It depends on the I, day. All right. <laughs> sometimes I really hate it. Really? Wow. It's, it's that polarizing that sometimes he actually hates it. Same guy hates it and likes it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Sometimes I hate the Brits. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> All right, Lee, you've got the third third pick here in round two. So of course I come from a place where Christmas is uh, summer in yeah. the Southern Hemisphere. Yeah, fascinating. What's yeah. that like? Talk it's to great. Me. It's great. It, it really is a good day because uh, you know everyone's outside. You're playing. You spend most of the day outside, yeah. so it's great. But of course, you know your summer meals are different to your winter meals. So while we still have the turkey on Christmas Day, one of the main desserts we have sort of a lot in the summer, but usually it's a staple on Christmas Day is a it's called a pavlova. Which is like a, it's like a meringue, sort of crispy on the outside and then soft on the inside, and then you can top that with cream and berries or or uh, basically anything you want on it. And if you get the right, can I pa- put beet on it? Uh, you you could. <laughs> I don't think you'd have a whole lot of people lining up for some beetroot on pavlova. <laughs> but uh, if you get the pavlova done right, it is one of the most underrated desserts out there. It is so good. So uh, yeah, it's it's a great one because it's just it's it's light and fluffy, and you sort of 
you can just eat so much of it. Do they have peppermint trees in Australia? Yeah, well, sprinkle a little peppermint bark on there. So, so what what is interesting is they have a peppermint crisp. It's called, which Hello. is like a it's like a peppermint mint bar, and a lot of people do actually sprinkle sprinkle that on top of it. My mum used to do that on ours all the mm. time. So, yeah. So Sign you will ha- you will have this in the summer, like just normally, yeah. I guess, as a dessert, and then it's a, but you, on Christmas yeah. for sure. I mean, it, it, you can have it any time of the year, but it tends to be more a summery sort of dish if you're bringing it to an outdoor. You know, a gathering. You've been here over here now for how long? Or uh, like out of Australia, like I guess. 20 for, years. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like, like, which one do you have to prefer? Would do uh, you prefer a cold, like, obviously winter yeah. wonderland Christmas? Or do you prefer the, you know, like, beautiful weather and you're out in shorts? Um, yeah, it, it's so hard because I've had some beautiful Christmases, like in Toronto when it was cold and snowy. Yeah. And you go outside and it is really festive. But I also like the long hot day of summer because uh, like in Australia where it's Christmas I would say I'm not really bothered by either one overall but I would say New Year's Eve is way better in summer than winter That's, that, that is gotta be correct yeah. because one of the worst things about going out on New Year's it's, in whatever Canada or in a cold climate is trying to get around yes. everyone doesn't want to wear any clothes as it is so but you gotta have your jacket exactly jeez oh, yeah. I hate it yeah Oh, but uh, you don't yeah. like wearing clothes. Well, no, I, my, you know, obviously females are wearing dresses for the most part. Hey, males can too if you yeah. want. Want to wear a dress on New Year's? Knock yourself out. But that part sucks, right? You gotta like yeah. cover up it's all your good-looking uh, clothing yeah. with your jackets, and then you gotta take a dumb taxi or Uber or Lyft, and everybody's trying to fight over one because it's yeah. freezing cold. So yeah, I, I agree with yeah. that of New Year's. Most, most, you know, most Australians will say they prefer Christmas at summer, and most Northern Hemispheres say they prefer it in, in winter. I will say it was. Uh, I've come to appreciate both, but my first Christmas ever in England, and it was dark at like four o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. That was that took some getting used to. Sure. because you're like, oh my god, I can't believe it. You know. <laughs> Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so three food items selected here for the holiday food slash drink. Uh, Tass, you have the fourth pick, though. I'm going to go classic. And like JD, it's polarizing. I'm going eggnog. Yeah. Mm. It can be gross. Just don't have too much of it. You haven't had a good one, my friend. You haven't had a good one. That's That's possible. That's possible. That's the important part. When you go into that grocery store, there's a lot of poopy ones. They can throw you the poop because you will buy it. People will buy one carton. They'll put it in their fridge. They'll pour out one drink, two, three drinks to their guests. Mm-hmm. Nobody will drink it. They'll throw out the rest of it the next a couple weeks later when they realize, all oh, this thing's still in my <laughs> fridge. But a fresh one, which is hard to find, is really good, actually. It can, so be, what, what it can be really delicious. It can come from a dairy, a dairy farm, mm. and they taste, it tastes drastically different what are they putting in it though like what's what's the it's i you know i don't know the ingredients mm. <laughs> the cream just those fresh cream, <laughs> cream, cream eggs, fresh cream eggs, eggs. Right. cinnamon <laughs> so are we talking yeah. are we talking a little rum in there yeah i was gonna yeah. say what, do you, what booze are you putting uh, that you it's like unneeded i'll be honest oh my you, god you like don't. a straight nug yeah we actually uh back when uh, danielle had a uh, bakery we had a milk and cookie shop and we would buy this eggnog during the festive season yeah and just rebottle it and sell it. Not do a thing to it <laughs> for the, for the exact same price as we bought it because we're very ethical. <laughs> uh, no, it was it was actually really good. We would just rebottle it, and it was so so good. It was just fresh from the dairy farm. That was you just walk on the farm. They give you the eggnog, and you walk away. It was good. 
That was, uh, I know people that watched the starters saw me have to drink a ton of eggnog Ugh. once as a pick and payoff, and I got sick at the end of it, and I had the shakes driving home because of the sugar coursing through mm, my that body. That was gross. But was that the eggnog then, Tass, when I first did no, it? No, you we, brought we it, did. You brought it in on those. Uh, no, we did bar- milk. You also oh, had to drink milk once upon a time. Milk. That was, uh, that was uh, from Same farm, yeah. different cow. Uh, but it was a different. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> not, the egg, not the egg cow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what's an egg? Yeah, what's an eggnog? Egg and nog. Yeah. I'm guessing, I'm guessing cinnamon, nutmeg, egg. And uh, sugar. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, probably. Yeah. 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 Milk, milk, cream, yeah. sugar, whipped egg whites, egg yolks, nutmeg, variants with alcohol. What? Whipped egg whites and additional egg yolks. I mean both. I guess they just. I guess they want to specify. Oh, okay. Yeah, hmm, interesting. Know. So you don't like it at all, Jamie? I've, well, you know, I'm willing to try yeah, it, yeah. Tess. Uh, okay. Got to find a farm. The good stuff. Yeah. What, yeah. what, what is cow. the number one alcohol that most people put in their eggnog? I think it's rum. Is it rum? Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think so, yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, we got a first drink. I like that. Tass goes with the eggnog uh, for the fourth pick. I have the final pick in the holiday food and drink category. Ooh. I'm definitely going beverage. I'm just trying to decide, do I go alcoholic or do I go a non-alcoholic? Mm. Um, okay, I'll go non-alcoholic, but I'll tell you what my alcoholic drink would have been. Two of, the, two of my favorite, um, you know, smells, whatever, uh, tastes that you associate with Christmas are cinnamon and rosemary. Mm. Like, that to me is just, those are the two, like two yeah. holiday spices or herbs or whatever you want to call I them. I think rosemary yeah, I mean, is oh, I, Christmas. I do. Oh, so cinnamon I see I sure. do, yeah. Um, so a cinnamon rosemary old fashioned yeah. is is really really good. I mean, you're making a simple syrup with basically the rosemary and then the cinnamon sticks, and then your water and your honey, and then you put that basically into an old fashioned. That's just gonna make a nice festive drink. But I'm keeping it simple. My non-alcoholic drink over the Christmas time is a Canada Dry <laughs> cranberry ginger ale. <laughs> Homer. I love it. I remember, because this is the thing, I remember getting excited every year, because that was not a beverage. That was not a, a soda that you could buy year-round. It would suddenly just show up in, I don't know, like November probably, yeah. or maybe maybe around October in Canada with the, with the Thanksgiving season maybe, but... I think it was even later, and I just remember, oh, I love, like, I love ginger ale as it is. You throw a little cranberry in there. Oh, my God. And you can, I mean, it obviously plays a part in a lot of punches that you're having maybe at at, at Grandma's house or at whatever house party or whatever. Yeah, it's a great mix. Canada Dry Cranberry Ginger Ale. Can you get it here? Yeah, I think you can. I know. So there is a Schweppes raspberry ginger ale. Yeah, not a fan. Not Not, not a fan. I hate the color of it. Even super pink looking. (laughs) No, this is nice. This is just a nice cranberry. (laughs) It's a purple can, right? Uh, it's got like a more of a red. I thought there there is a there's a blackberry ginger ale. Maybe you're thinking of that one. There is that. A lot of colors out there. Yeah, I think it's more of a red can. Mm. Got a little red vibe to it. Okay, let's move on to round three. It is the holiday activity. JD, you have the first pick. Well, this is something I do every Christmas, it seems, uh, since I had kids anyway. Um, I will spend a good three to five hours Christmas Day assembling Lego. Um. New Lego sets that we get every year. We do it every year. 
hope my kids aren't listening. They don't listen. We're getting some more Lego this year, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we do. We all, The four of us will just sit there and just zone out, listen to Christmas music, and just put together whatever set we bought. Now, I was going to say, are you putting together the same set, or are you like, you know, Jackson's working on this one, Lincoln's working on this one? Some, usually yeah. it's two and two. Okay. okay. So, but, yeah. And then we have two assembled pieces uh, and it's great. It's great family. What, what have you got for them? They're not going to hear it. So what have you got for them? Uh, I, t- to be honest, uh, my wife picked it up, so mm. I don't know. Mm. I okay. don't know. I-, I like that though. Actually, playing with Legos oh, with yeah. my kid on Christmas Day, it's great. It's very satisfying. Oh, I don't is. know why I don't do it the rest of the year yeah. because it's kind of fun. Yeah, and just it's very relaxing and meditative. Yeah, yeah. It's like putting together a puzzle, I guess, totally. or something yeah. like that. Sort of like yeah. a puzzle meets a model. Yeah, without the airplane glue <laughs> but you're right like why does it work better oddly on christmas yeah. it's like i guess you're just like we're not going anywhere it's nothing's going we're in on. no rush it's dark at four o'clock yeah yeah it's great any okay. classics throughout the years like any big hits uh the uh we did the millennium falcon i guess last mm. year which oh, was a big project cool, and i think the year before we had our eye on this for a couple of years it was it's the pirate ship from uh, Lego, uh, the Lego movie, mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. That, that crazy pirate ship, and it's uh, it's like I don't know, five hundred pieces, and that was a big project. We were really proud of ourselves when we got sure. that. Well, I was gonna say, what do you do with them once they they're are, done? Uh, they are on the shelf in in Jackson's room. Yeah, like lined up. Very cool. Not mm-hmm. you don't you don't go back and glue them together. No, some, no, 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 some no, people no. do that, which no. is uh, wow, that's next level. Yeah, and Jackson would actually play with them, at, like the toys and stuff, uh, and the guys. Uh, he's not so much anymore because they're growing up. Aww. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> is, Link, is Lincoln still into it this year? Uh, he's into building it, but he doesn't, yeah, he doesn't play with yeah. it. Wow. All right. That stuff, Lego, man, not cheap either, eh? It's not cheap. Oh. It's not cheap. Maybe that's why we only do it once a year. Yeah, <laughs> there's the real reason. <laughs> All right, Lee, you've got the second pick in holiday activity. Well, of course, when I was thinking about my holiday food or drink and it took me back to Australia with the pavlova, I thought, what else did I used to do on Christmas Day when I was a kid and what did I love? And there was nothing better than an afternoon game of beach or backyard cricket. With the family. Oh, my goodness. So, <laughs> this is amazing. Family and I friends. I love that we have an Australian answering this. <laughs> because, as well, you're, you're playing in su- Christmas in summer when cricket season is on. So, <laughs> uh, someone got a bat- brand new cricket bat and ball, so they oh. want to go out and play. So, you're playing. The uncles are drunk out in the uh, in the living room. What if they come out and they're trying to bowl. They fall over each other. Ah. Kids are belting the ball all over the place. It's so much fun. It's, it's the great. equivalent of Americans playing, let's say, football on yeah. Thanksgiving or something like that. Yeah, Everybody's exactly. out yeah. there. Everybody's yeah. Having a laugh. Now I say beach or backyard because obviously if you if you're near a beach it's way better to go to the beach. But if you're not near a beach you're just playing someone's backyard. What happens when you hit it into the water? What is that? Uh, is that uh, in the beach? Yeah. Uh, it depends on the rules of the day, but usually it's like uh, <laughs> usually so just keep playing. Just depends keep if playing. it's a three day match or a five day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, we play all the way through to New Year's. You just, you just bring your beer out as well and you put it down by your feet while you're standing in the field and you have a few drinks. It's it's just a great day. Great fun. Cricket. Yeah, I might bring in a cricket bat for us. What about that? I'll get one. I'll bring one in for us. We can play. Yeah, uh, I mean, we should play cricket at some point for as much as yeah. we talk about cricket. Oh, well. we get some cuts in. I remember we, we tried it in, uh, I guess it was in high school. We had a class where we did it in the gym. We did it inside, I remember, yeah. for sure. Did the person no, holding the bat high school. Maybe it hold like it like a, like a baseball bat well, over the They told shoulder. us yeah. how and stuff, yeah. yeah. Um, but I do remember doing that. It's fun. Yeah? It's fun. All right. <laughs> cricket. <laughs> 
<laughs> so is Christmas on June 25th in Australia? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. <laughs> okay, Taz, you got the third pick. You know what, everybody winding down, getting a little tired. Let's jump in the car, drive around, and see the lights. Mm, nice one. Let's just classic. see some lights. It's fun. <laughs> Forces everybody to be in the same room, a very tiny room. And, uh, yeah, there's some great ones here in our city of Atlanta that uh, do their annual thing. And, uh, you know, you go to those. Those are the, the landmarks. But yeah. um, there's lots of fun ones. Yeah. Dude, you... Do you get out of the car, or do you just sort of, like, slowly creep by? I'm just no. Yeah. No, you, you just creep you by. You just creep by, yeah. Because some of them are, like, intense. Like, there's yeah. a lot to look at, is yeah. my point. I there's guess. one here in Atlanta that has, like, an insane amount of displays on there. It's on the roof. There's, like, you know, 30 light-up things on yeah. the roof, like three wise men or whatever. That one we got out and walked around here and wow. looked at it, and they had, like, a donation box yeah. because their electricity bill is so much for basically December, that they're spending, you know, probably 12 times as much as they would having all this crazy stuff out in the front yard. Yeah, that's the one on Piedmont. The lights light up with uh, the music as well, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, those mm-hmm. are cool. Yeah. yeah, I remember when that became a thing. That was next level. Oh, yeah. And now there's all the, like, projections onto your house. Yeah. That's fairly recently new, right? The last couple of years. Yeah, and that's taking the easy way out. Yeah. I, like I agree. I agree. You better have a, a collection that's way too big and taking up way too much space <laughs> of, like, why do I have this baby Jesus in a manger for 12 months of the year, and it takes up my entire crawl space, and then I have 16 strands of lights taking up the same space. You think you can just go out there and put up a projection <laughs> yeah. and people should drive to your house to see it? Anybody can buy that projection at the mall. Yeah, that's, uh, that's Get true. your collections up. Do you have lights on your house, Tess? No, I don't have the guts. <laughs> you don't want to be judged. That's, no, I got no problem being judged. Um... You know, I'm starting to get into it. I think I will one yeah. day, but it's work. It's really is work. Well, so a lot of people, it feels like, I don't know, in our neighborhood, they leave them up year-round, and you don't really notice them. I guess no, they're don't. so small now. You absolutely and, don't. Yeah. That means, if like, if I was doing it, if I had a house to do it, I think I would go that route instead of putting them up, up every year. Up once. Yeah, as long as you yeah. them up. You just turn them off. Yeah. My, my <laughs> wife yeah. has, uh, she has four wreaths that go on the door, and I basically... Like a winter one, a spring one, like a Christmas oh, one, basically. Yeah, a yeah. spring one, uh, a summer and fall. Uh, but I'm always yelling at her and saying, this reads Christmas. People think that we're leaving our wreath <laughs> because it's around, uh, you know, it's a sure, wreath yeah. on our door. Uh, and we, it's one of the, our biggest fights, our biggest She's like, we're leaving it up. It's leaving it up. It's, it's springtime. What are you talking about? It does not read Christmas. They're fall colors. Right, you know, right, it's right. like September. Uh, no, people think that we just are too lazy to take down our roof. Oh, wreath. yeah. Oh. What's the longest you've ever left a Christmas tree up um, in the family? Hmm, that's a great question. Or is it pretty like, you know, coming down, second week of January, whatever, yeah. you know? Probably Feb 1. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, we, we had friends We had friends keep it up until May. That's right. Yeah. That's pretty good. Daryl and Lisa <laughs> kept it up till May. I didn't want to name them, but you yeah. could name I think that... Was it? I thought it went later than May, actually. Could be, for yeah. sure. I was being being lenient. And, like, and we mean the lead it, leave it up, too. It's like, it's not in the living room in the back of the house. Like, right there, street. First you know, thing you, you can see, see it from the street, like, through the windows. That's, uh, yeah, some dedication. But why not, I say? It's still nice looking. It is nice. I like it the, smells good. I like the light that it casts, right? Like yeah. Like, you turn off all the lights, and then you put the Christmas tree Yes, in. yes, yes. That's great. All right, uh, fourth pick of the holiday activity goes to me. 
it was interesting, Lee, you went with the kid angle. Because mm-hmm. I was torn. Do I, I was like, do I go with holiday activity? Do I, do I do or I pick what I liked as a kid as the activity? Or do I pick what I like or enjoy more as an adult? Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go the adult uh, way of things here. Starting a fire. Mm. <laughs> I, I'm not, a, I'm, I'm not a pyromaniac. Yeah. I really, <laughs> truly am not. And nor was I ever, even as a kid. But I love fires. I love everything about them. I love, I love making them. I like watching somebody else make them. I sure as hell just like looking at a fire. Like I get all mad when we're opening gifts now on Christmas like, yeah, the music, Christmas music is going to be on, but we also have to put on the fake fireplace mm-hmm. um, channel. Sure. Like, I, I just got to see, I got to hear some crackling of fire. I don't even care if it's real. Um, so I I love it. I just love it. Just Indoors, outdoors. Oof, yeah, yeah. I just love it. But if I were going to go with the kid angle, it would have been straight up like King of the Hill snowball fights. Mm. You feel invincible when you're a kid in like a... Um, your snowsuit. jacket, your snowsuit. Yeah, yeah. I love that. You can, like, you can just bounce around everywhere. It's like you're in like a giant bouncy castle yeah. when you're playing in the snow. But uh, I'll go with starting a fire. Final pick, holiday activity, Trey. Skates, you slipped it in there. Oh, I'm sorry. Snowball fight! <laughs> oh, man. How fun is it to throw a snowball at somebody, to get hit with a snowball? It's fun when you're a kid. It's fun when you're a grown-up throwing snowballs at kids. You can get hurt, but it's not that bad. It just stings for a little bit. It's fine. You'll get a like a tragic moment, maybe. You take a snowball to the face. Hey, remember that year I got hit in the face with a <laughs> snowball? You're mad when it happens, but you're happy it happened. Uh, so, yeah, I love, uh, love a snowball fight. Love getting crazy out there in the cold. It's a lot of fun. Mm, oh, right. yeah. It is. Yeah, it's tough. Uh, our kids, obviously, were born here in Atlanta, so they're warm-weather kids. We go home. I'm looking forward to a snowball fight. You know, they're going to be bundled up. I don't mind pelting them with something. <laughs> it takes us 20 minutes to get ready. They go yeah. outside. They're outside for, like, five minutes. Yeah. As soon as the snow touches their skin, they're like, it hurts. It hurts. Like, You're soft. Oh, man, we play <laughs> hours <laughs> out there. I used to go out there but nude. <laughs> just throwing <laughs> snowballs at the playground. Uh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But they actually do want to come in in five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. All that work to get them out there. I know, yeah, it's going to be, you would either think it's either going to be one or the other. It's like, oh, we never have snow. This is amazing. I don't want to come in. Or, yeah, this is too cold. That's what I'm hopeful for this year, where we've been prepping them. Right. Say, hey, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Did you ever have uh, straight up sand fights? (laughs) (laughs) No. No, a little water, scoop some sand together, chuck it at each other. Oh, it's all in my mouth. (laughs) He just splashed the sand around. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> okay, uh, who's good? Oh, that was, excuse me, the uh, final pick there of the holiday activity. All right, round four. This is the Christmas Day NBA game. Lee, the number one pick. Pretty happy to get the number one pick in this round, actually. Yeah. Looking through, there's a few good games out there, but one that stood out to me the most was the first meeting between Shaq and Kobe, 2004, Heat versus Lakers. Yep. Because there was still so much tension lingering going into that. Shaq had been traded in the offseason. He wouldn't even say Kobe's name. He would only talk about him. And the very first, before the game even started at the tip-off, they kind of had a very icy little exchange. Shaq sort of didn't look at him. And then on the first play, Kobe goes straight at him. Doesn't don't try to dunk on him, but he certainly tries to score on him, and he kind of gets a blocked and loses possession. Then another couple of possessions later, he goes at him and hits a shot. Um, just a really spiteful sort of feeling between those two teams oh, at the yeah. time because Dwayne Wade kind of was getting into it a little bit with Kobe as well because it was almost like uh, 
Dwayne was the new girlfriend for, yeah. for Shaq and, yeah. uh, and so him and Kobe playing got into the same it. position yeah. of course yeah. um, and Shaq ended up fouling out in that game and then, but the Heat go on to win in overtime Shaq had uh, 24-11 Kobe had 42 but there was only 15 point points combined off the bench in that game wow. both teams incredible yeah hardly anyone scored quick, uh, quick trivia there's one player from that game had a double-double in the game still playing today Haslam? yeah no. UD so <laughs> I thought you'd get it yeah. but yeah uh, you know, it's pretty funny to think that uh, 15 years ago, there's still one guy playing same team, same so, role. That's 15 years yeah. ago. It almost it doesn't feel like that no. long ago to me. Maybe no. it's just because every Christmas season, this game comes up and yeah. you see the highlights, and so it's sort of uh, fresh in your memory. Yeah. All right, Heat Lakers 2004. That is the one Lee's watching on Christmas. Tass, you got the second pick. I'm going pretty recent with mine. Ah. Uh. 2016, what I think is the best Christmas game I've ever watched front to back. Because the Warriors come back at the end. They're down 14 early in the fourth quarter. And then, uh, what am I talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I did have it right. Kyrie Irving made the final basket. They were down 14 early in the fourth quarter. They come all the way back. Kyrie hit that shot on Clay Thompson, that spinny Rue. Uh, and uh, this was fresh off the 2016 finals, the mm-hmm. 3-1 finals. This is when people weren't sick of the Cavs and the Warriors, and people were really looking forward to this, and it was just a really great, great game. No one knew where this rivalry was going. Was right. A huge Richard Jefferson dunk in yeah. that game, mm-hmm. too, I think, right? Yeah, he dunks yeah. on clay. That was yeah. awesome. I think, I think you're spot on with this, Tass. This was going to be my pick if you didn't take it. It's the best game I can remember watching on Christmas Day, front to back. Yeah. I remember the whole... The Armenian men were into this one. <laughs> oh, they were big time into this one. Because this was, like you said, I mean, they were coming off the finals, but they were both. The Warriors entered the game 27-4. and four. That was their record. And the Cavs were 22-6 and six mm. when they came into that Christmas Day game. They were both, like, the, still, again, the two best teams in the league going at it. And then you had that crazy comeback. And, like, the defense Clay played on Kyrie in that game, too, like that final possession was, you couldn't play it any better. Like, cut him off. Kyrie had to spin around and hit, like, that insane fadeaway that you yeah. said, that little jumper there. I'm surprised you, if your Christmas activity, you didn't say watching games with the Artinian in-laws. Yeah, no, you gotta. No, is it fun when somebody says the game's over when it's five nothing? Like they're my buddy Grit. No, it gets a little boring after a little. while. no. I felt like you almost couldn't take watching Christmas Day games because we had this category. You couldn't take that as your holiday activity. Uh, that was that was awesome. And those were the beautiful Tassis pick here. The Warriors cast 2016. The jerseys. Mm-hmm. Those gorgeous, still like cursive font and the numbers like an old-timey christmas card yeah i actually i think i liked the year prior ones better because they had the white script um mm-hmm. if i remember correctly because these ones were like team colors yeah but still blue and yellow still a good maroon look. and gold yeah those are cool that's a great game ah uh, yes you scooped me on that one mm. all right i got the third pick christmas day nba game Ooh. Okay, with that one off the board, I'm going to go with an interesting one here. I'm going to go Bulls-Lakers 2011. This one was the Derrick Rose game-winning floater over Pau Gasol with about five seconds to go. The ending of this game is pure insanity. So that's what makes a, a fun pick, in my opinion. The Lakers were inbounding the ball. They're up one with 20 seconds to go. They find Kobe. They run a double at Kobe, the Bulls do. Kobe inexplicably sort of jumps in the air. He's around the half-court line, so he's sort of forced to do something, but he jumps, shouldn't do that. Then he forces a bad pass. Deng picks it off. The Bulls go the other way. 
He jumps in the air, and then he nearly throws it away, but it finds its way into Derrick Rose's hand, sort of calms everybody down, gets to work in a little ISO game, hits that uh, little game-winning floater, and the Bulls were looking good. They were looking like a solid team. Nah, and that's right. Derrick that's Rose right. later in the playoffs. I was convinced would... the Bulls were going to the championship. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was one game. Literally, it was one game of the season so far, but they would kind of picked up right where they left off from yep. the previous season after they uh, lost to the Heat in the conference finals. Would have been great. Also, an iconic Kobe picture. Him trying to get that shot after Derrick Rose makes his shot. Yes. Him against four bulls, just like completely swarmed. <laughs> Can't see any other Lakers, but Kobe's still shooting. They had that painted on the inside of a Pizzeria Uno here in Atlanta. I was wow. not understanding why that was there. I was like, must be Bulls fans who own this place. So huh. cool for me. Yeah, this uh, <laughs> you, you slipped it in there. I'm glad you did. The bonus part of this game is it was the season opener after yeah. the labor yeah. stoppage. So that made it sort of you're like, oh yeah, this is. You know, sometimes now with Christmas Day games being so many of them, you're like, all right, I got to do some family things here. I'm not watching all these. That one, I remember like, oh, yeah, hell yeah, the NBA's back. Yeah. This is going to be great. Bulls-Lakers, good game. All right, fourth pick in the Christmas Day NBA game goes to Trey. You guys are hitting all the classics. So I'm going to go for something that's similar to the 2016 uh, game that uh, Tass picked, Cavs over the Warriors. 2008, Lakers come in to a game 27-2, 27-2, facing the Celtics, who are on a 19-game win streak. First time they've met since the 2008 Finals. Lakers knock them off. Pow, comes up huge down the stretch. Pretty impressive, 27-2, and and I think uh, the Celtics were 23-4 and at the time. Incredible records. Yeah. These teams were obviously longtime historical rivals who are on top of the league. The Lakers would go on to win the championship. The Celtics kind of fell apart after losing this game. Eventually, Kevin Garnett got injured. Just didn't work out for the Celtics that season. But, uh, yeah, this was a classic, 2008. It's a great one. It is a great one. I mean, when you were going through this and, like, trying to do a little research to yeah. pick your game, it, did it shock you at all that there's not there's not a whole lot of amazing great no, Christmas Day games? No. Right? You know what I mean? Like, I, I know there's others. Maybe we'll slip them in here that maybe you were considering. But it, it's not like there's, like, 30 games where you're like, oh, got to have it. No. There's not really that many there, at there, all. There's been a couple of Christmas days where there's been oh, there's three been or four snoozers for sure. Yeah. 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 I guess which is fair considering the guys are playing on Christmas sometimes. Well, they, and, and, they, and they, you know, they, they sort of predict how these teams are going to be in August. And things happen. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. injuries and whatever but yeah and it also hasn't been five games on the day you know forever it's only been that way for how long is that probably decade or yeah, so yeah i would think around that time do you do you like having five games on the day um i actually don't. I, want, uh, I want it more nfl-y i'd like three i'd be yeah. fine with i don't three. mind it with five because then i get to pick the one that yeah, i can I allocate guess. that i'm like right i'm watching this one you know, Clippers Lakers this year. I think eight thirty or so eight o'clock. So yeah, so you like picking it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, JD, you got the final pick in this uh, this category. Well, I want to actually go to my game, so I'm getting in the old DeLorean, putting on a fedora. I'm going back in time. I'm going to travel on a train, specifically the 8200 series American Flyer locomotive to Grand Central Station in New York City. From there, why not? I'm going to walk. It's about 20 minutes to 8th and 49th. That's where Madison Square Gardens was at the time. And I'm going to catch the New York Knicks versus the Providence Steamrollers. Oh, my God. It's the first NBA Christmas game ever. The year is 1947. (laughs) Obviously, I will be leaving early. There's no polite way to say this. I'm not that into watching white guys play basketball. (laughs) 
Also, Marlon Brando is starring in A Streetcar Named Desire on Broadway, so I'm going to check that out, obviously. <laughs> tickets for that as well. Nice. And after that, I will be stuck at the hotel for at least a week because... <laughs> They uh, New York gets hit by one of the worst blizzards ever in its history. They get 26.4 inches of snow on Boxing Day. <laughs> wow. The city grinds to a halt. Right. Uh, 77 people died, apparently. They couldn't wow. get coal and or food into the city. And I wouldn't be able to get the DeLorean up to 88 miles an hour to get out of there. So, yeah, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> and, uh, by the way, the next one... 89 to 75. Wow, that's and boring. The, uh, the steamrollers folded two years later. Ugh. Only lasted four years, that franchise. <laughs> Did them in. I guess uh, when was Lego created? That's you couldn't be doing 74. That's a lot of Lego. Yeah. 74? I thought Lego was around way longer than that, no? I think it was around. Back then, they just had bricks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actual bricks. Like, I was going to say, like while you, were, while you were stuck up in the hotel, you could be at least oh. putting together some Lego. 1949. Oh, so close. Oh, wow. Oh, close. Oh, sorry. Sorry I brought that up. That's, that's a tough, tough loss. You're just going to be sitting there reading books. Yeah. Wow. Uh, love it. Didn't know they started way back then. Yeah. All those whiteies. Um, any other games in consideration? I mean, look, people are going to be like, where's the Bernard King yeah. 60 yeah, point I'm game? I'm very surprised nobody yeah. played that game, especially because Bernard King was on our, on our TV set at the starters, and he showed us how he got it done. He showed us with his hand. He put he put down the the heel of his palm and showed that he spun on his heel rather than his forefoot. Right. And showed that's how his spin move was that effective. <laughs> that was cool to see. I'm surprised nobody took Bernard King for sixty. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were I thought you were going there, JD, when you got in the DeLorean yeah, there for right. a second because you got to see that from the control room. You got to see Bernard yeah. put his hand down, spin on that thing. That was that was during a commercial, though, wasn't it? Oh no, 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 no. Was, yeah. Oh, I think he expounded on in the commercial. Yeah. yeah, it still feels crazy though to actually spin on your heel. So I don't know. I guess I would have to go back and watch this classic game to see him score sixty. See how he's spinning on that heel. I mean, when you got one heel, five toes, friction. Right, but when you're on a when you're on a dance floor, you're on your heel. When you're spinning on your heel, like if you if you're if you're spinning 180 huh. degrees. You're looking at Laura. Now you want to look at Sally. No, not you're not going heel? I think you're going heel. Yeah, but you can. Yeah, you definitely. I don't know. Do you always? I guess. I think cool. it's so much easier. You Bernard, can spin, you can spin is faster is on, on a heel. There's no doubt. Oh, yeah. You definitely can. But it feels so much different. It does. <laughs> yeah, so Bernard King 60 still out there. I, I thought about Brandon that's, that's Roy, there, That's a high on Christmas Day, right? Yep. The 60. Still 60, yep. Um, Brandon Roy, when he went for 41, like 09, was, it was against Mellow, right? It was mm-hmm. against Blazers. That's a pretty good Too game. late. What it was probably at 10.30 Eastern. Yeah, it had to have been if it was in, uh, I think it was in Portland, you're right, uh, with the 41. But that was just like the end of... You know, not that it was like over right after that, but Brandon Roy, that was his yeah. last like good Brandon Roy year, that's for sure. That was his like third straight All Star game, I think, and then didn't play a whole lot of games after the injury, after the chronic knee injuries. Would it have been allowed to take Lakers versus Clippers twenty nineteen, kind of a ghost of Christmas Ooh, future sort of pick? Yeah. Oh, I mean, you? your, your team might your game might turn out terrible, but you're locking in a nice that's, one. That's uh that's a hell of a risk though. Yeah, because it could be a snooze fest. That's right. What? could be amazing. My well, other I hope game it's awesome. was two years in the future, 2023. Yeah, what do you got? <laughs> two best teams in the league going at it, the Golden State Warriors taking on the reigning champs, New York Knicks. Oh, wow, <laughs> 2023. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Biff Tanner over here, man. <laughs> wow. 
All right, well, uh, let's get to the final round. This is a fun round. It is the Christmas song. Tass, you have the number one pick of this round. Don't overthink it, Tass. Just <laughs> just go with your gut. Take it away, Mariah. Thank you for giving this the respect and not talking over it, everybody. Oh. We got to hear that piano yeah. drop. Yeah. JD asked me, when do you start it? At the top, JD. It just hit number one on the Billboard charts for the first time. Now, 25 years later. Really? For the first time? Yeah, that is surprising. surprising. It just was never number one, I guess. I don't know why. I don't know why, because it's seasonal. But, uh, you know, they did a big marketing thingamajig this year where Mm. Mariah was looking at her phone. It it ticked over to 12 12 a.m. They did a... They did a whole thing in the jig. I saw an they interview where she was talking about how she wanted it to write it so it was timeless, and she nailed it. <laughs> I mean, the songs is great. The first time you hear it is the nine millionth time you hear it. It's twenty five years old. This song. Wow. She was wow. asked. She was Holy asked. Moly. When did you write it? In the womb, baby. <laughs> she probably didn't say it like Austin Powers, but she said, "In the womb, wow, baby." All uh, right. Yeah, that was. Uh Felt like a bit of a no-brainer. You're right. Don't overthink it. That's such a great, great Christmas song. So beloved. Yeah. Uh, Check the bass line out. It's still going. Good. It's just good. November 1st is when you're allowed to start playing that song. Oh. Like December 1st is too late, I think. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> disagree. When do you, you want Christmas music on what? December 1st? When Thanksgiving's over. American Thanksgiving is over. That's when Christmas music begins. <laughs> I, Black Friday. I will accept Black Friday. <laughs> I use that same rule, but Canadian Thanksgiving. You're allowed to play it. It's Canadian Thanksgiving. <laughs> Mid-October. Oh, <laughs> Come on. It's too short. 24 days of Mariah. That's not it's enough. It's too long. It's the, you hear it every year. You're going to hear this song every year for the rest of your life. Right. A 12th, for a month. A, a 12th of your life, this song is inundating your brain. Put up your four reeds and enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mariah, she's on fire, was the number one pick in this category. Not a shock there. I have the second pick of the Christmas song. Lee, I think you might enjoy this pick. I'm going with Wham's Last uh, Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, baby. This is a song right now. This is a good song. Oh, uh, yeah. Great video, too. Oh, my God. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> the video, everybody stop what you're doing right now. Stop this podcast and fire up Wham's Last Christmas, the music video. They just released it in, like, 4K, so they've, like, updated it. Oh, it man. is so funny. Yeah. It's so funny. There's nothing really happening in it, but it's hilarious. Oh, oh yeah. George good. Michael, baby. Beautiful. Just such a cool song. It is, but it is weird. Um, it's an odd Christmas song because it's actually the lyrics are sad. 
I mean, like he's like it's got obviously the happiness of this the rhythm track, but it's sad lyrics. Yeah, that's a that's a classic move right there. Totally. Happy music. Yeah, sad song. Oh, touching. Yeah, I love it. This song, 1984. Yeah, man. Peak wham. Sounds like it to me. <laughs> yeah. Wham. Yeah. They, they broke up uh, him and Andrew just after this, I think. Did they? they? Yeah, Pretty sure, George, yeah. They George didn't started doing his own thing? Yeah. Here's the other crazy part, man. It always blows my mind. George Michael died on Christmas. Oh, yeah. 2016. Wow. Oh, Tragic. Oh. Oh, sorry, sorry to bring it down here, yeah. but you know, it almost makes it more special to me. Huh? A happy podcast with sad content. <laughs> <laughs> Did he pass out? Did he go wham right on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the third pick in the Christmas song category. Two bangers to start it off. Well yeah. done by you guys. <laughs> but like JD mentioned, you hear these songs all the time. Yeah. You drafted it, but I'm still going to hear it when I go to the mall. I might hear it in the car. I might hear it for an entire car ride. So I'm going for a song you don't hear quite as much. Saturday Night Live's I Wish It Was Christmas Today. One. For it. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got Jimmy Fallon playing the Casio keyboard, Horatio Sands on the little ukulele sort of thing. thing yeah. I don't care what your mama says, Christmas time is near. I don't care what your daddy says, Christmas time is near. They did a bunch of these. Probably six of them. They done them on Easter. It was always uh, Chris Kattan was holding the keyboard. Tracy Morgan was just standing there dancing. Oh yeah, they're just uh, bobbing. Yeah, the it dancing is, is hilarious yeah. to it. Uh, I watched a bunch of these recently. Still very funny. And also, I'm gonna take the Julian Casablancas version. The lead singer from The Strokes plays this in like April. Oh yeah. This is a little bit more rocking. I mean, I would love to hear a little ukulele plunk along to <laughs> so it. So where, where did he play this? He on? released this as a, like, as a single. Did he write the song for them? Or? No, uh, as far as I know, Horatio Sands wrote oh. it with Jimmy Fallon. Oh. Um, I don't know. They're all New York guys, yeah. so maybe he just liked He's it. Like, hey, I'll put it out. Yeah. Yeah. He'd take it in his draft, I suppose. But uh, yeah, I wish it was Christmas today. All right. Wow, wild card pick there. Wild card. Yeah, for sure. All right. JD, you have the fourth pick. In the Christmas song category. Well, I'm getting back to the hits. Uh, I couldn't believe this one was still up on the board. This is all-time favorite Christmas song. Maybe favorite, one of my favorite songs of all time. My goodness. You guys are looking like you don't know, have never heard this before. How many months a year do you listen to this song? <laughs> Twelve. <laughs> The Pogues with uh, Kirsty McCall. <laughs> Looking like I don't ever. know this song. I mean, how do you not know this? Well, song? hold on. Because <laughs> you I keep talking over it. Well, I no, I spelled I spelled I spelled Kirsty McCall wrong. So no. It's a fairy tale of New York. Okay. Kick in. Like I really want to, like I want a beer in my hand, just yeah, like exactly. swaying back and yeah. forth. Yeah, 
Exactly. So, uh, this is a sad song. This, I was this song say, this, make you cry. This sounds sad. And that's what you want on Christmas. <laughs> I can see a better time. That sounds sad. When all this is considered one of the best Christmas songs of all time. It sounds like a song. I can't think of what it is, though. It's reminding me of a song. But... Oh, it picks up a little bit here, right? Oh, I know what it's reminding yeah. me of. Old Lang Syne? No. You'll have to excuse me. I'm not at my best. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. That guy yeah. just died, speaking of his sadness. Oh, yeah. What a sad You'll have to excuse me. I'm not, not at, at my best. I'm struggling. for a minute. Yeah. I need home for All right. Wow, we're learning here. I, I've definitely never... I'm sure I've heard it, but I've def- I can't remember like it being on a Christmas playlist. Really? And going, oh, what was that? No, I don't think so. Well, that's good. There's a little controversy with this song right now because it's got some salty language in it. Oh. Uh, but yeah. So how old is this song? 1987. 87. Elvis Costello bet the lead singer, uh, Shane McGowan, that he couldn't write a hit Christmas song. And two years later, they came out with this. Wow. <laughs> that's awesome. And a woman singing, uh, she died in a scuba diving accident. Wow. On Christmas. Trivia. Not on Christmas. Oh. <laughs> that would have really wild. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> okay. Well, well. I think both... I just heard some salty language. <laughs> I am offended. <laughs> We've You'll got... get over it, <laughs> We've got one more pick left here of our uh, holiday season squad, and it goes to <laughs> Lee, who's nodding. <laughs> Yeah, well, all these songs we've all heard of, you know, including JD's there. Uh, <laughs> sort of. But there's a good chance that no one's ever heard of my song because it only got released about a month ago and it's by the greatest duo in music history, Sting and Sugar. <laughs> <laughs> I have heard this song. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Just perfect. Uh, uh, Long-time fans of our show might know I saw these two in concert and they were great. And now they've uh, collaborated on a great Christmas song and it's perfect. It's a whole whole album, Christmas album. uh, I think it's just this one song. They did it for like a uh, TV show or something. Just just some old holy night. Yeah. Honestly, it's not bad. Here comes Shaggy. I wouldn't be surprised if this unseats Mariah number one. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you're going to hear 25 this. Twenty-five years and twenty-five no, years. I, th- I think you're going to hear this a lot. People are going to love playing this. It's just a great it's, catchy. It is. Blue it's tune. very yeah. good. Yeah. Considering yeah. that. The source, Silent Night, is what may probably be my hatest. You don't like I, that carol? I hate that carol. It's the most tedious song yeah. ever written, I think. Do you have a... What is your favorite carol? Uh, I like uh, Holly and the Ivy. Huh. Yeah. Not bad. 
What's that one again? I can't really sing it. Yeah. It's gone, okay. Well, you can, you can get rid of Shaggy. Yeah. Goes uh, Shaggy. It goes ba 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 <laughs> I feel like Sting is just mailing it in so hard on that one. <laughs> like, it's like whatever. I'll sing the song that everybody knows. It feels like he's lost his like classic voice, but once Shaggy comes uh, in, he yeah. saves it. Yeah, what a great duo they are. Um, those are the five categories. Mm. Why don't we recap our uh, holiday season squads here for the listeners? For them to ultimately decide who's the winner of this bad boy, I'll go first because I drafted number one overall. My movie, my Christmas movie, is Home Alone. Kevin! My food slash drink, I'm going with Canada Dry Cranberry Ginger Ale. Mm. Try it if you haven't. My activity, keeping it simple. Starting a fire. Just starting a fire or looking at a fire. (laughs) My NBA Christmas Day game, Bulls-Lakers 2011. That's the Derrick Rose game-winning floater there. And my Christmas song, Wham's Last Christmas Again. Make sure you just go check out the music video. It's uh, it's something else. All right, Trey, your squad. My movie was National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, a movie which JD may someday watch all of. Maybe this year. Eh, maybe not. <laughs> My food? Peppermint bark. It's that time of year. They got you over a barrel. You'll pay anything for that beautiful, beautiful bark. My holiday activity? Having a snowball fight with grown-ups and children alike. My Christmas Day game, 2008, Lakers snap the Celtics' 19-game win streak. And my Christmas song is I Wish It Was Christmas Today from Saturday Night Live. (laughs) (laughs) All right, JD, your squad. Uh, My holiday movie is Elf, starring Will Ferrell. Uh, My holiday food is the Terry's Chocolate Orange. (gasps) Smash it! (laughs) Uh, Holiday activity is Lego, assembling Lego. Uh, My... Christmas Day game is the New York Knicks versus the Providence Steamrollers from 1947. A classic. You win that category. All right. And right. my holiday song is The Fairy Tale of New York by the Pogues featuring Kirsty McCall. Lee, your squad. Starting off with uh, the 1983 classic Trading Places as my Christmas movie. We're going to be uh, consuming some lovely pavlova while we're watching that with raspberries and cream on top. After that, we've had a few drinks and we've had our turkey. We're going outside to play a little beach and backyard cricket. Well, either one, yeah. A bit of a boozy game of cricket. Okay. Uh, Then we're going to come in and settle on the couch for a Christmas Day game from 2004. The Lakers versus the Heat Shack and Kobe's first matchup against each other. And then just before we hop into bed... (laughs) We're going to snuggle down with Sting and the Shark Man (laughs) (laughs) and sing a little Silent Night. (laughs) (laughs) Taz, Taz, your holiday squad. My Christmas movie was A Christmas Story. My holiday food and drink was eggnog. My holiday activity, driving around to see the Christmas lights. My Christmas Day NBA game, 2016 Cavaliers-Warriors. You're right, Trey. You caught me. Just making sure everybody was paying attention. Yeah. My Christmas movie is The Nightmare <laughs> yeah, Before yeah. Christmas. Like, Hold on, let me Trey went answer. typing. Trey went typing. Good call. Uh, my Christmas song, All I Want for Christmas is You, MC. Wait a minute. Somebody put Die Hard 3 for mine. Was that you? Oh, that was my mistake. <laughs> I, I got, I'm, I'm writing 25 things down as the show's going on. You said Die Hard 3. You said Eddie's. I never said answer. Die Hard 3. Well, we di- talked about it. takes place in June. Now, this has truly turned into a Christmas yeah. episode. We're all getting a little testy with each other. Everybody just wants to take a break. Guys, who drafted your favorite holiday squad? Which songs, movies, activities would you have drafted? Let us know on Twitter. 
tweet at us at NoDunksInc or use the hashtag NoDunks. Everyone, enjoy the rest of your holidays. Drink some eggnog, just not too much. All right, take it from me. Make sure it's fresh from the farm. <laughs> yeah, take it from Tess. That's right. And we will talk to you soon. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays.